0: Good morning, it's June 5th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's topic, if you couldn't have guessed it, is frenetic. Ignorant zeal is worthless, haste makes waste, Proverbs 19.2. My drive to work each day is only 6.6 miles, of which 2.5 is on the freeway. Almost every day I am surrounded by the same cars, since I routinely leave the house at the same time, and presumably, a lot of them do too. Almost every day, the same red Honda Civic ends up behind me at a red light, about one mile north of the freeway on-ramp. He tailgates immediately after we start off on the green, until I pull over a lane, and then he surges forward to tailgate the next guy. He never changes lanes to pass, just pushes the person in front until they move, and then he rushes forward again. He takes the same freeway exit I do, but he's only half a mile ahead when he does. But by the time I turn into the hospital, he is almost always pulling up to the red light just beyond the driveway into which I've just turned. Occasionally, I get a glimpse at his ever-present scowl. Aside from the fact that he will undoubtedly be involved in a rear-end collision one day, he just seems, well, unhappy. With apologies to Aesop, it seems that slow and steady wins the race or at least ties. It's not so much that we arrive at the same point at the same time that matters, but that he's usually unhappy at the start of his day, and I am not. I remember as an intern at UC San Francisco in the early 1980s, there would be nights when I was simply frantic that I was so far behind. I just couldn't believe another emergency was walking through the door when I hadn't begun to sort the ones I was already dealing with. One of my senior residents took note of my distress one of those nights at about 2 a.m. when my world was falling apart. She motioned me into an empty room for a moment of quiet. What's going on, she asked. Well, I'm swamped. That's what's going on. I mean, this is impossible. I was near tears. Not too manly in the 80s. She realized immediately what the problem was. Forget the paperwork. Just take care of the patient. You can catch up when things quiet down. She was so right. It changed my world, and I've never forgotten it. Today, you might phrase it this way, keep the first things first. Get up every morning and thank God that you are alive and have been given another opportunity to demonstrate his love through your care for others. Ask him to direct his spirit within you to lead you to opportunities, to do your job well, and to take just one step at a time. The author of Hebrews encourages us to run the race with endurance, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. He says nothing about leaving the other competitors in the dust. I'm not suggesting you need to plod along or even imitate the turtle or the sloth. I'm just suggesting that you put Christ first in the morning, involve him all through the day, and just concentrate on doing your best with what's in front of you and not fretting about what you have to do next. Adopt the pace of nature, her secret is patience, Ralph Waldo Emerson. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews twelve one. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Proverbs 21, 5. Dear Heavenly Father, we love that you are there with us first thing every morning. As we work our way through each day, taking opportunities as they come to ease others' burdens, let your Holy Spirit make his presence known, calming us, slowing our frenetic pace with self-awareness when necessary. Help us keep the first things first, Lord. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. And by the way, that's not me playing the violin.